Hi everyone, it's Mark here from the Oxygen team. Uh, welcome to the month of May. I, I certainly hope lockdown restrictions continue to ease and the sun is shining wherever you are across the SBU. But it's that time of, of year um, where we can acknowledge and utilise Mental Health Awareness Week, which is the week of the 10th of May. And I say utilise because this week allows us to explore the many benefits of raising awareness around mental ill health and mental health and wellbeing in general. We have a number of opportunities to discover more about ourselves and others in regards to mental well-being during this week specifically. And speaking of raising awareness, this podcast platform gives us the opportunity to discuss all things health and well-being and get some good insight from members regarding your own understanding and experiences that have been gathered along your personal health journeys. And today is no different from that perspective as I'm joined by James Ogumba. So hi, hi, James. How are you today? Oh, Mark, I'm very well. Thank you for asking. Ah, good, good. Well, th- thank you for your time today. Um, I really appreciate you kind of reaching out and, and being part of this um, this this episode. And 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 when I kind of cast the net for for interest in regards to this topic of, of mental health and well being, I was obviously keen to speak to members. Um, and I guess my kind of first question really is is what, what pricked your ears up and what motivated you to speak with me today. I've had um, a heck of a journey myself with mental health, um, so it, it's it's something really close to my heart. Um, and so coming out the other side of, of I, I guess, being in a terrible place at one time, um, what I want to do now is really raise the awareness of the invisibility of, of mental health, um, how those who are struggling hide it very, very well. I used to. Um, and so perhaps by talking about this, people might actually go, well, I, I had no idea you had your own challenges. Um, and, and also I want it to to be okay to talk about it. You know, um, I, I'm i at a point now where I almost I don't shut up talking about it because I think it's so important. So um, so when you, when you you raise this as a as an opportunity, to be honest, I jumped at it. Yeah, and I think you know that those those two points themselves are, are, are critical, and I, and I and I like to think that we'll certainly kind of discuss them today on 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 this uh, during this opportunity, and and I think the the point you raise about discussing mental health and and how we kind of ask each other how we are and and what we expect back as a, as an answer really, and and what sort of things we can do differently to to tease out that extra bit of information uh, that perhaps where we can provide some support or or notice that someone is uh, someone is struggling. But but you mentioned your own personal struggles um, with with mental health and well being. Um, so I wondered if you could share a little bit about your own personal journey. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I've had mental health issues pretty much my entire adult life. I'm now 47. Um, I was, well, I guess, it, yeah, things started pretty much from the age of 20. And, and I've had um, moments of depression throughout out the years. It, it's got gradually worse as time's gone on. The last 10 years, like, definitely worse. Um to the point in 2018 where I, I kind of mentally crashed uh, and re- reached a point where I just didn't want to be here anymore um, and, and came very close to not being here anymore. So I'm, oh, I'm wow. so grateful okay. that, that I, I, you know, I'm, I'm still here, thank God. Um, but it was at that point when I I just, I said to my wife, you know, look, I can't, I can't do this anymore, I can't cope. Um, I don't know what to do, but I need you to help me. Um, and, and so she did, you know, we, we spoke to the GP, um, spoke to work, 
um, I, I did get some some treatment, and and at that time I, I received the diagnosis of uh, PTSD, um, which it made some sense, and I received some treatment for that. I, I kind of I guess I thought at the time that things were getting better, and and for a few months you know certainly in a better place. But what happened again? The the cycle was repeating itself. There were so many underlying complexities to it that I never understood at the time. I, I do now. Um, but mm. 2019, same thing happened. And I, I call it, I was depressed of being depressed. So it was a case of, I, I can't carry on like this anymore. This is this is affecting my life. It's affecting my work. It's affecting my relationship. You know, it, this, is, this is crazy. So... Um, I, I, I call it the time when the stars aligned. Um, I saw a different GP. Uh, she referred me to our local priory, and, and I was fortunate to see a psychiatrist who uh, looked at the medication, tried to get me a bit more stabilised mentally, but, but then sort of soon realised there's a lot more going under the hood here and referred me to one of his colleagues who was a clinical psychologist. And that was a game-changer because she soon identified that I had complex PTSD, which um, apparently is due to repetitive traumatic events. So it, it started a, a very long journey of 21 months of, of intensive therapy, which I finished February this year. And we went through uh, EMDR, uh, talk therapy, sensory motor therapy, some uh, neuro-linguistic programming as well. And I've come out the other side of it as someone I never thought was possible. Mm. Well, it, 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 I think you know it, it, it's amazing to have that insight, and, and thank you very much for kind of for sharing that because obviously it's very personal to you. And I think the word journey is a, is a little bit of an, a, an understatement, really, in terms of you know some of the challenges that you obviously that you've had to to overcome. But I can almost kind of hear it in, in your voice, really, that you've got you're at this point now where you can look back and you can reflect on the differences of, of what your life is like now compared to what it was then, you know, and and, and, and having that kind of understanding of, of, of how you were feeling back then compared to how you're feeling now is quite powerful. So so thank you very much for, for sharing it. And I just picked up on a point then you mentioned about a conversation that you had with your wife um, and that kind of almost acted as a bit of a, a trigger to get the ball rolling to support. And I wondered if that was um, something that you single out in regards to you know, a, a breakthrough really um, in in accessing the necessary support and um, and and what you know members could do you know to 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 reach out for for potential support. So, it was there a particular moment where where you allowed yourself to access the necessary support. It, unfortunately for me, it was when I reached rock bottom. That there's um, there's a certain amount of um, I guess humiliation that that when you're in a bad place almost the last thing you want to do is, is talk to someone because you feel that you're going to be a burden. And it's quite ironic because you can put those measures in place beforehand. If you have someone you know that has has depression, and sometimes they're okay and sometimes they're not, when they're not, the last thing they want to do is contact you. And it's a really bizarre thing. Um, so for me, I literally had to just hit rock bottom where I almost couldn't function um, to then say to my wife I need your help you know <laughs> this is this is going the wrong way um, mm -hmm. so by 
by doing this and by having these conversations now, I want to try and help people not to get to that point and to be able to start identifying those those signs a bit earlier and also that you really can call someone up um, and have a chat because it's not humiliating and you won't be a burden. Mm. And, and, and almost kind of recognising and taking those opportunities to have a conversation as well, um, you know, and, and the importance of, that we, if you do get a chance to speak to friends, family, or, or even somebody who, who who's simply asked, you know, how are you today, is to actually kind of, you know, give them a little bit more information, you know, and, and about yourself and, and see what happens. You know, it's, it's likely that they're going to kind of um, ask some further questions and, and, and offer some additional support. And, and you mentioned um, Signa then, you know, through, through the, through the mm. CGI kind of pri- private medical scheme. Um, and I understand that you're, you're now part of the, the Mental Health First Aid Network. So um, I wondered if, if those kind of roles within, within CGI and especially now as an as a MHFA, um, how you're kind of um, offering support and, and how you're utilising your skills to, to support others. Yeah, so I, I, I kind of I try to get more involved in, in conversations. There's, there's various you know, teams set up in, in Microsoft Teams. Um, and, and when I see someone um, talking about a particular topic, um, I'll happily, um, you know, add my thoughts to it. Um, if I see something where the, the wording is is perhaps giving off signs that something isn't right, again, I'll I'll touch base with that person and just reach out. Um, but but now I'm I'm just more than happy to to talk about mental health as an overall thing, where I've literally spent my entire life surviving every day just to try and get through. I now want to forward what I've learned because what I have learned isn't really being taught widely enough and some of it is so simple that with with little techniques and little changes you can you can make alterations to your mindset and you can pull yourself out of those little holes you get into um, without things escalating to the point of needing more professional help so that's kind of where I'm at now I'm, I'm on this big journey um, I'm, mm. I'm fun, funding myself to become a NLP practitioner, which is a neuro-linguistic programming. Um, I'm, I'm blogging about mental health on a regular basis, and I'm even trying to write a book as well. So it's, you know, if, well, you, if you told me this two years ago, I think I would have laughed at you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's quite something. So um, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm riding the journey now and, and seeing where it goes. But I'm, I'm really grateful to CGI. They have um, they've changed my working environment. Um, I feel now more productive. I feel more useful. Um, they've taken some of the stresses away from me. As I say, Signa were, were fantastic. Um, and, and as you mentioned earlier, I'm now a, um, a mental health first aider. So I, I can you know, help other, other colleagues who, who might be struggling. Um, it's, it's fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very grateful. Mm. Oh well, well, well. Thank you, thank you very much, James. It, it's really, you know, it's it's obviously it's a pleasure to hear that your situation has has improved, you know, greatly, uh, and that you are able to kind of reflect and and look back to where you were kind of two or two or three years ago. But and then something I picked up on then is is that, you know, you're an expert of your own situation and your own experiences, and and it sounds like you've learned so much and you've kind of gathered so much momentum in your own kind of uh, journey to to recovery. But also kind of added those values and added those skills together and, and 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 the importance of kind of being able to listen to others, you know, and, and apply those skills because as much as we we 
raise awareness and we encourage others to talk about their mental health. You know, at the other end of the conversation needs to be individuals who are happy to listen, you know, and, and to spend time with somebody and, and have that kind of two-way conversation. And, and it sounds as if you're you're using your own experiences to develop those skills as well and, and be on the other end of that conversation. Yeah, I, I would just say to people, you know, we, we do encourage everyone to chat. We, we are wrapped up in a very busy world. Everyone's going through something. I've learned that more through the pandemic because people are talking more, but just it's just so important to talk um, and don't sit there and stew in it because the sooner you raise something the sooner something can be done to help you and something can be done to help so you know you've just kind of got to have faith and and put your hand up yeah i i completely agree and and i and i really wanted to thank you again for your time james because it's uh you know you provide such an invaluable insight into your own personal health journey and and there's some rather key elements that can be taken away and and that will resonate with a lot of listeners um on on this episode and, and i think you know you, you make a really good point you know that uh, that just give it a go you know ask uh, you know when if, if somebody asks you a question it's just to give a little bit more information about how you're feeling you know try and give more of a genuine answer and, and just just test that you know and, and see what comes from from sharing a little bit more and, and it's um and the opportunities that come from from those discussions so so yeah thank, thank you again for your time james I, I really hope that that talking about it and as you mentioned your blogs and your book is is adding and, and supplementing your your kind of um your journey to recovery so so thanks again for your time thank you it's been a pleasure Okay. Uh, great. That's it's been a pleasure for us as well. So, um, and just a just a final thought uh, from me, really. The the theme for Mental Health Awareness Week uh, this year is nature, uh, and this has been set by the the Mental Health Foundation, where it's found that spending quality time with nature can reduce stress, uh, balance our mood, and, and and help us feel more positive. And the important thing is to switch on these senses and, and really connect with, with what's around you. And whether that's noticing nature on, on a daily run or, or listening to the birds, you know, quite simply on a, on a morning dog walk. So, so thank you all for, for your time again today. Thanks to you, James, also. Uh, and it's bye for me. Bye now.